Welcome to Game Pinions episode 49. I'm your host, Kalman, and today we are joined by Dakota. Hello, everybody. Dakota, how are you doing on this fine evening? I'm doing good. It's uh, it's Thursday at 8.45 Eastern. Tomorrow is Friday, and uh, that's all I'm looking forward to right now. How about you? Yeah, I'm excited that it's Friday. This week has been hellacious, so <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for the weekend. I'm ready for the weekend while it is the weekend. Like, come Saturday, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I am too. Yeah, it's it's like a really vicious cycle that I just can't ever seem to break. For those of you that do not know, this is Game Pinions, a podcast where we talk selectively about video games, gaming news, and our gaming experiences, both new and old. Every Thursday, unless we have a migraine, a new episode spawns out of your favorite podcast portal, YouTube, and GamePinions.net. Yes, we're back to the .net. Don't ask me about it. It's just how life rolls sometimes. Today's episode is going to be about a really polarizing, like maybe like, what, five years ago, <laughs> website known as Lockers. So I guess that's where we're going to kick things off, Dakota. Yeah, Lockers was such an odd time in my life. I had no worries when this was going on. This was like Cracking the lockers mystery was like my only concern as like a 14 year old in high school hearing about this. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Do you want to do you want to tell people what lockers is for those that don't know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did something that grade school teachers always tell you not to do. I took to Wikipedia and obviously I found some really good information on there. According to Wikipedia, Lockers was considered an international social commerce website that housed over 19 million members in 195 different countries. Basically what Lockers was, they operated on the concept of accumulating like this, you know, virtual currency almost called Lockers points or PTS, which I guess is just short for points. And basically you went on the website and you would get points doing various tasks buying products just logging on i think netted you like you know a certain quantity um watching some videos taking some uh surveys and polls purchasing products from the locker stores and then of course you know referring friends to the website basically points were used to get discounts on products i know at some point in time they had coupons that they used but i guess the the biggest thing was for uh lockers redemptions which i guess we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah and something i didn't know dakota that i was when i was looking up and i thought this was pretty crazy lockers got so big that they actually acquired uh plixi which was a twitter photo sharing app which i had no idea that that was actually a thing and that had to be in like twitter's infant stage right because twitter didn't have that for a while i joined twitter like pretty soon when it came out like i think my account's from like 2009 and I think Twitter started in like 2008 or 2009. I semi-remember them having a photo sharing application, which I guess that's what you're referring to. And I guess they could have had yeah. it long before because that's kind of when Lockers hit its peak was like 2009, 2010. It was one of those websites yeah. that relied on viral marketing and, and word of mouth, right? Because that's how I heard about it. I heard about it from, I remember seeing YouTube videos about it, but they would never really go in depth about what it was. It was like kind of like secretive and you had yeah. to get invited, you know, to join the website from a member. So that's kind of how it spread. And it was just so odd. Um, you joined and like you said, you had different, uh, you know, prize redemptions that they would do. And I think originally they would only give you discounts and you would get those dis discounts by participating in daily activities like quizzes or watching, you know, a two minute video. There, there was multiple things that they had you do each day to log in and you could only do it once a day. So if you missed a day, that was points you lost 
out on. Yeah, I I definitely remember vividly, like when we were in like high school or whatever, you and Sean would always come in and you tell me about what you did for, you know, the lockers or whatever. And I think I think I joined on your recommendation. Yeah, I think I sent you an invite because, uh, okay, so like now, you know, now that we're older and we've been, you know, on the internet for as long as we have, you know, I'm way more hesitant uh, of things and skeptical. So like when I see something, I'm like, oh, no, that's a scam. Back then, I was like, oh, I get free stuff for doing nothing? Awesome. But I remember we were doing these things without even realizing what we were doing them for. There was like the promise of getting like a gift or like a prize, right? They had the shop and the photos they had in the shop would be like, you know, the iPod Touch or, you know, like an MP3 player. They had video game consoles, you know, Wii's, PlayStation 3's. But we were doing all of these things for the chance to get this. Uh, but we didn't really know how we would get it, right? Because they gradually, as the site grew, uh, started to give more information about how you could get this. So yeah, I, it was just so odd, you know? And now, like, I remember one of the things we always try to figure out was, like, how are they getting the money to give these things away, right? Because it's not like you paid anything. You joined no. the site, you did your daily activities, and then you got your points, and uh, again, back then as a 14-year-old who's like, oh, yeah, I want an iPod Touch for free. I was all in. Like, I was bought in from the, yeah. the, the get-go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I, I I got to the point where I was just too lazy to do, like, the, the surveys <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, eh, I'll let you guys kind of be the guinea pigs and see what happens. But I guess there was, there was also a purchasing aspect of it because they had, I think, like, small, like, Nintendo products. They had Razer products and, like, PlayStation products, but they were, like, small. And whenever you would purchase them, you would also gain points as well. But they were they would be at you know pretty inexpensive prices. You're not really getting a great product, but you're getting you're accumulating points that could help you get like an, an iPad for free essentially. So that was that was an aspect that I actually didn't realize during the time. I didn't realize that there was actually a store on there that you could spend real money on um, to purchase those things until I went on the good old trusty Wikipedia and <laughs> found it out. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of evolved, right? Because I know originally you could use the points, or I don't know if it was originally. Maybe it was after the waived redemptions, which we'll get into, I guess. But I know you could yeah. use the points for discounts. Like if you wanted to use, you know, it might give you 20% off. I think they got into they got into like concert seating and things like that where you could start buying tickets, which kind of reminds me of like another scam, right? Like, I don't know if you've watched the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. It was that big like Coachella. <laughs> Uh, supposed to be, you know, and the guy was selling things that he just did not have, right? Like, that's the whole idea. Like, you put things up in a store, somebody yeah. buys it, but you don't actually have it. And you don't actually have any intention mm. of giving it to somebody. Um, but this was odd in the sense that people, there was a group that thought, well, I guess to explain how, you know, the redemptions worked, right? They would come out and they would say, okay, on Friday, we're going to open up the store. So you guys can spend your points. If you have enough points to get something, you can then purchase it for, and for free if you have enough points. And this goes back to why like you had to do your dailies, right? Because they would give you a short notice of when they were going to do the redemptions. So if you missed a day and they come up with a redemption, you may not be able to get enough points for that within that time period, you know, what, but when the uh, redemption comes up. So they would open it up. Everybody would wait at their computer and you all had to log in and essentially navigate to the store and hurry up and click something and add it to your cart and hope what you have to get it. Right. But that was like the the argument of, that it's a scam. Right. Because they would have all of these things listed and everybody's like, no, you're not getting that because some things would be automatically sold out. 
and we didn't know if it was because it was legitimately sold out or if they had actually they didn't even have it you know they would just post it there so you think you could get it and then have it be sold out like all the high ticket prices seemed to be that or high ticket items so yeah. there was kind of a group that was that thought it was a scam and then there was you know you had people on YouTube showing oh no hey I got something look at this this is my lockers order and I can actually vouch that I got something from lockers I don't know did you ever wind up getting anything no I never I never made it that far I was like I don't want to I don't want to exert my energy on this so I was like eh. well that's what like I, you know I would log in and I would do it every single day I would log in and you know yeah, you're some of the questions would be just so for people that didn't experience it the question might be uh hey what do you prefer Conan O'Brien or Jimmy Kimmel you know and then you would answer a question or it would be a video uh, it was basically just like a little advertisement right like now I'm kind of like you know iPhone and mobile games uh, oh, to get another life, watch this 30-second video. Except they were usually like under five minutes, but some could be like three or four minutes, and yeah. we'll give you 10 points. But I had accumulated a- enough points, and I wanted to know myself if it's like a scam or if they're actually giving prizes out. Now, nothing I wanted was in stock, right? Like Because as soon as you would open up, the, you know, they open the doors, and you go in, and you, you're able to claim prizes, and... <laughs> Everything was gone. So I think I wound up getting one of the WWE games, like SmackDown versus Raw, whatever one came out that year, 2010. Yeah. And I actually got it. Like I, They sent it in a lockers packaging, and uh, I got it at my door. Now, that was one of the smaller prizes, of course, You know, like the video game. And it's not even a highly sought-after video game. But yeah. you could get prizes you know, from this website. Uh, but it, it raised the question, and I think it's still raised. I don't know if anybody ever figured out who got the bigger prizes, right? There's like YouTube videos that show people getting them, but you know, the question was, oh, well, lockers paid them to get that, you know, so that they could sign more people up. Yeah, which is very possible. So basically, I went and I researched because last week, um, or no, I guess after we recorded our Justin TV podcast we were talking about this in like the after show and we were talking about wondering what exactly the scam was with lockers so you know we were wondering if you know they were selling email addresses which they probably were (laughs) i think a lot of websites probably get away with that um so they were probably selling email addresses to like ad companies or whatever so you'd get like spam to your email or whatever ads for things that you didn't really want but i actually went and looked up why people were considering this a scam and the term that kept coming up was a matrix scam so Dakota, are you familiar with with what a matrix scheme is? Uh, is it? Uh, I, I couldn't give you the def- definition of it. Is it basically? I mean, if I had to guess, it's that they're they're offering things that you can't get, you know, or they don't have, or that are impossible to get. But I'll let you tell me what it actually is. Okay, so basically, that's that's basically what it is. So I guess the actual definition is that um, it's basically you sign up and you purchase a product under the pretense that you are on a waiting list for higher value products down the line. So I watched this little video and it was just titled How Lockers Works. And it was basically these two guys, they rolled up into this like city with this truck and they had a whole bunch of like crazy stuff on there. They had like PSPs and iPads and a whole bunch of different electronics and stuff like that. And they basically, you know, opened up the truck and they said, we're going to give you guys the best possible deals for this stuff. So, you know, they're holding up like a, you know, personal grooming kit and stuff like that. And they're just like, this is only a dollar and you get uh, tweezers and scissors and toenail clippers and a whole bunch of other stuff only for a dollar. If you bought all this stuff separate, it would be, you know, like $5. So everyone would pay a dollar to kind of 
of advanced to like the next product. And after they would give him the dollar, they said, all right, is, is everybody happy? And they, you know, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, say, say I'm happy. And everyone said, I'm happy. And when they said that, he went around and gave them their money back. And so basically they worked their way all the way up. And he's just like, all right, we have one more product. If, you know, you guys get this and you're all happy, you know, we'll start, you know, wheeling out these, uh, you know, these big electronics back here. So, you know, everyone's, you know, spending $20 for like this watch. And, you know, he's like, is everybody happy? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're happy. And then he's just like, all right, well, we're done today. And he just closes the door and they drive <laughs> off. It just books it. <laughs> And, you know, people are like, well, you know, hey, you know, we still got a pretty good value. We spent $20 and, you know, we got all this stuff until they found out that all of the stuff's value is only $5. So lockers, I guess, kind of works in a similar way. It's like you're, you know, doing all that stuff. You're racking up Google AdSense money for them probably by logging in. That's a lot of members giving them some Google AdSense. You're basically using your time to accumulate those points. You're spending money on things in the shop that aren't necessarily probably things that you want, but you want to get those points so you can pitch them in to that big uh, auction essentially, right? And then when you get to the auction and you finally accumulate enough points after wasting your time and, and, and accumulating all those and it's gone, they're not there. And I looked up a couple different theories as to why people weren't receiving those products and why they were instantaneously out as soon as it would open up. And, you know, there's a theory that apparently people are using bots to buy them instantly. And one of Locker's policies is that you can't use bots to do that. And they can tell when a bot is purchasing the, the item. And if the bot purchases the item, nobody gets the item. But it also works out in the sense that chances are they probably don't have that item to begin with. Or they're behind so, the bots. <laughs> yeah. So it's it just works out perfectly for them. So chances are they had all that other stuff and they were racking in that Google AdSense, mo Ad AdSense money from people going on the website every day that, I mean, that was how they made their money. So them giving you like a, a game that they may or may not have bought used and just re-shrunk wrap and send it out you know it really wasn't anything to them but they also didn't have to spend a ton of money on getting xboxes and all kinds of stuff so that was one of the theories that i read i thought that was pretty <laughs> pretty interesting that um that they'd go about it that way but it makes sense if you think about it it does because how are they making money right i was watching a youtube video uh to, just to get in the spirit of this and i guess it was the um i'm trying to look up her name now but i know i think she was the ceo at that time or she ran lockers um it's the woman who left to take over Yahoo from what I read, right? Okay, mm -hmm. Kathy Savitt. So she was the CEO from startup until 2012 where she left for the chief marketing officer of Yahoo, that position. So they were, she was on some kind of, you know, maybe like a CNN or like some kind of a financial show. And they're like, you know, this all sounds great, but like, how are you guys making money? And she's like, well, you know, we're hoping to expand or, you know, we have other ideas coming on, but, you know, right now we're just, um, you know, we're offering, you know, all of these prizes and it's great and we're getting interest. And they're like, yeah, that's great. But like, again, how are you going to get money to do that? And she was like, well, we are making money off advertising. So kind of like what you said, where they're selling data, that was my first thought because yeah. the questions they're asking you, right? Like imagine if you could ask somebody, every single day a specific question, um, you could probably start to um, build that person's interests, right? To start directing advertisements or things like that. So I would imagine they were definitely selling probably our answers. 
I was looking up on Reddit. There was a Reddit thread, and there was a beta tester for lockers who said one of the issues that he was informed about was, and again, I, I mean, this was some random Joe on Reddit, so no way to confirm this. But what he it's said was true. lockers, <laughs> yeah, lockers would eventually <laughs> make the prizes impossible to get because they would monitor how many points most people would have, and they would raise the prices mm. of things. I don't remember if the prices raised. I'm sure they did. But uh, again, that would make sense as well. Is just make make things unobtainable and sell them on the promise that you can get it eventually. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, they're selling data behind the scenes and making money, and they're not spending money because they're saying they have these prizes, but they don't have it. You know, it's 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 kind of like remember um, what was that subscription for movies? Was it Movie Pass where you could pay like ten dollars a month and you get uh, um, you know as many movies as you wanted to go see. And everybody was like, yeah. how long is this going to last? Like, they're losing money. And they just were getting money from, like, investors and, you know, venture capitalists, I guess, people putting money in there. And once that money runs out, it's done, you know? They're, they're not making <laughs> yeah, no more. And I, <laughs> yeah, see you later. Just like your analogy with the two guys in the van. Hey, have a good day, guys. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> what happened with lockers, right? They just kind of shut down, like, one day, and that was it. It might be the first scam. Or not scam, but it might be one of the first, like... Of that, like movie pass and uh, you know the fire festival and <laughs> Coney twenty uh, Coney two thousand twelve, you know, is the next one yeah, to take yeah, yeah. on viral marketing and word of mouth and you know, um, you know, false promises. You know what they were trying to sell you wasn't actually true. It all kind of fits in because people were naive to it back then. Yeah, and it's odd because it kind of operated similar to a pyramid scheme without real currency being exchanged, which was kind of weird because you would bring people in and you bringing them in would give you points. <laughs> so it's like, it's almost like them paying you points in a way. It was, it was weird. It was really weird how it operated. It, it, yeah, it, it was. And then I eventually lost interest in it. Once I figured out that you could get something like that, that was it for me. I was like, okay, you can get it. But it took me so long to get that one thing. Like, when we're talking about how long it would take to get points, it, it took months. Like, it took me, like, four or five months to actually have enough points or something, actually have the website have it in stock when they had the redemptions, because, again, they were rare, and they didn't give yeah. you a ton of notice. So even if you had the points or something, you weren't guaranteed anything. So, and that's kind of why I got, you know, I just got the game. I didn't even want the game that much, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to spend these points or not. So, yeah, it, it's wild because something like that never would work today. <laughs> it just it, wouldn't well, fly. Well, people will call bullshit so fast, you yeah. know, I, and I don't know, watch somebody in the comments or like a listener be like, oh no, like this is going on or there's this one, you know, I don't really get into it anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, back then I was all over something like this. Um, well, and and, and again, I got group. something from it. You know, yeah. I got a free game, so I can't be mad. I got a free game for doing nothing except selling my data, which I do now for free anyway. But you'll never get that time back that you spent on getting <laughs> yeah. that game. I mean, I don't know. It's like almost like the amount of time that it took to get the game. You probably could have just mowed a couple lawns and just had Oh, absolutely. Game. You know, $50 <laughs> game back then. I mean, how much, how long does it really take to get $50? Uh, yeah. You know, it would have been perfect. You know, some threads I've seen, I don't know if you're familiar with the subreddit Beer Money. They're constantly looking for just small ways to make money, and some take a lot of time. But there are a few threads of lockers uh, on there, you know, 
Uh, so oh, I thought that no. was kind of funny. Some of these threads were like eight years old, you know, so it's fun to go back and read them. But it was, uh, it was just, it, you know, the mystery and the, 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 the false promise of being able to get something, which I guess wasn't really false, but it was false in the sense that they probably over-promised a bit. It was, uh, yeah. it was kind of one of like my fond internet memories. Like I had fun with lockers, even though, again, it's probably a scam. Uh, but it, it was an interesting time. But it was kind of like an experiment for you, though, because you wanted to see if it was actually going to be a legitimate thing, and there really wasn't a whole bunch of risk involved. No, there was no risk. I mean, they didn't ask for like a credit card, right? They weren't asking yeah. you for anything. You put an email in, you made a profile, but they didn't ask you for any uh, you know, monetary information or like anything that could be connected to that. Um, they literally seemed like they were just interested in your answers. That was, that was about it. So experiment is a great way to put it, I think. And that's kind of what it felt like because when I ordered the game, I was like, I had no idea if I'd ever even get it. And I think when I actually got it, like I came back to school that day, like super hype, like telling people like, see, I told you it's real. Like it's real. (laughs) (laughs) See, this pyramid scheme was, was good. I got $200 back after spending three, 50 on a starter pack (laughs) it's 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 funny though because um apparently at some point in time before lockers closed i don't know if you knew this or not but they actually ended the redemptions to improve user experience oh well i so that was that had to be after i was done with it then because it would make sense i mean because after every single redemption i mean the feedback would be awful like people were upset they couldn't get their product everything was sold out they were mad they had to wait you know the website would crash so that makes sense. So they went to, they got rid of that and what? Just had like a store? So they got rid of that and they basically switched everything over to um, coupons. So you could get like, I don't know, like a coupon at Great Clips or something. <laughs> it's some oh, you know what? That might like be that. when they were started doing like the concert and venue things. Probably, yeah. Yeah, you know, you could get discounts off like concert tickets, uh, which again goes to they might be selling tickets they don't have. I don't know. It, it just, it, it's amazing that they were able to last so long. And I did look up in like some of the groups that were like investing in them. You know, they were your standard like, uh, you know, big name, I guess, investors in that world. Kleiner, Perkins, Caulfield, and Byers. I'm just reading this online. The Silicon Valley Venture Capital Firm and Liberty Media. So, like, I guess some of these guys, they specialize in, like, you know, the infant stage for businesses, getting them up and running and, you know, growing the audience, I guess. I, I'll tell you, mm. I mean, they did the word of mouth and use social media to spread it. Fantastic. Because... They had such a large user base and they did not advertise really besides anything but like word of mouth. That was the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. People would say like they'd be on uh, Reddit and they'd get like a random message from like a user on there and they'd be like, click this link to join lockers or whatever. That's like, oh, what's lockers? You have no idea. A funny story with that. I remember um, on ESPN used to have a forum and, uh, you know, they were sports based, but they had the for some reason, like the NFL board was just a miscellaneous board. Nobody ever talked about football. And I remember there used to be discussions on there about lockers. I think it was really just a place for people to come and talk, you know, about topics that they wanted to. But people would be trying to get people to sign up from their code, you know, because if you got, I remember originally, I think if you got like 10 signups, you got a t-shirt. And, you know, the more people you get to sign up, the more points you get, which now literally, as I'm saying it, just sounds like a scheme, right? Now it's like those, (laughs) you know, it's like I'm selling, you know, those, uh, you know, 
not Etsy, but what are the ones, um, you know, Facebook, like the, the yeah, Vema. Uh, Facebook and, Marketplace. Uh, oh, oh, Vema. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice and you all know, that. Hey, yeah. you can make money. You just got to get five people under you to sign up. Yeah, they'll be screwed, but hey, <laughs> you'll be okay. It's like that scene in The Office, you know, Michael trying to explain his pyramid <laughs> scheme. He's like, no, it's not a pyramid <laughs> scheme. Like, look. And he goes to draw it, and Jim just draws a pyramid <laughs> around his drawing. I gotta make some calls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was again, and that's what I guess kind of kept this not to call BS right away because you didn't have to put any money in, right? Like those yeah. things all require you to invest monetary or something else, you know. But you have to put money in. This didn't make you do that. You just had to sign no. up. And then you had to sign more people up. Yeah. So it was basically just kind of a, it used up your time, essentially. That was basically all it was really doing. Unless, I guess, you bought products from them and, you know, they weren't good products. But, I mean, I feel like most people were probably just going on there and doing, like, the, the dailies every day. Yeah, that's, that's all I did. I never spent any money shipping on the, the product. It was free which was odd. I didn't have to spend any money yeah. for shipping. Well, that was yeah. probably the first thing you ever received from online, like a physical item, right? You probably was, never online shopped prior to that at that no. age. No. Yeah, not really. You know, it, that that was, that. I think you're probably right, right was probably it. Yeah, because that was really before Amazon took off. I mean, I wasn't on eBay. You know, what I'm going to buy on eBay, I have no money, you know? Yeah, um, we'd have jobs. <laughs> yeah, sophomore in high school, so what I'm going to do? You know, and that was like the perfect <laughs> formula. I think that they were trying to get the age group, you know, I think that their, their target was like, you know, the, the 14 to like the 30 year old, you know, like there's people that don't really have time, but also like the, the younger kind of adult, you know, who may not have time, but may be interested in this because this it's, this is new social mystery. And, you know, you want to be involved because you hear people talking about it and your friends are talking about it. So you want to talk about it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And ironically though, I don't think I heard about lockers outside of you and Sean. I don't think I ever heard anyone else like in the school talking about it. So I don't know why it hit us directly. Yeah, or unless, you know, it, unless they just didn't talk to it about us. I don't know. I remember in uh, one of the science classes we had, I know there was like two other people that were on there because a redemption was going on. Uh, it was like one thirty in the afternoon they were doing the redemption. So, you know, we're sitting there in class and we had laptops in class. So we were like on lockers. And I remember two other people being on there too. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, That's I know crazy. others in the school were on it. But, yeah, I didn't really hear about it from, I mean, anybody else. But it had to spread. Right. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like that's incredible how fast that was able. I mean, if their numbers are accurate that they gave, I mean, what was it? It was uh, 19 million members. I mean, holy crap. In such a short period of time. And then it was just gone. Like, you know, it just disappeared. <laughs> we never heard of it again. It says on here they raised in October 2012, $80 million in venture funding. So, Holy I mean, that's a pretty big crap. number for uh, a business where, I mean, I guess at that time they may have had the store. I can't find any numbers on revenue that they've done. I'm sure, I mean, it's got to be out there. I'm sure they have to report it. Yeah, um, I'm sure. But I mean, that's a lot of money for not, you know, basically just giving things away, allegedly. Yeah. And um, apparently after the whole shutdown, there was people that I guess were able to redeem Xboxes prior to the shutdown. And instead of getting Xboxes, they ended up receiving uh, decals and headphones. Oh, no. <laughs> Some cheap dollar store headphones. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably like, you know, knockoff skull candies or something at that <laughs> time. Here's a sticker. <laughs> that is unbelievable. And I owe you. Well, that's literally, you know, like you were mentioning the scam, the Matrix scheme. Uh, that's what it 
is that what it is? Matrix scheme? Yeah, matrix scheme, yeah. You know, they, they spend, you know, until the money runs out and then they shut the door and drive away. And who are you going to get mad at? You know, they're not around anymore. So who are you going to complain to? Yeah, yeah. And that's... who can you really complain to? Because again, they're gone. if you spent money in the store, yeah, they're gone and you didn't spend any money. You're not out anything. You didn't lose anything. It's not like you paid for something and then they didn't give it to you. You redeemed fake points that you got because you watched a two minute video. So. Yeah. And the thing is, it's such a gray area too, the way they did it, that you couldn't even, there wasn't really anything unlawful about it. Like unless well, they were, I guess, wrongfully selling your data, but I'm sure that when you sign up and you have to select, you know, oh, I accept the terms and whatever, you probably sign all those rights away. Oh, absolutely. And I would actually like to find the terms and conditions. I, I hope somebody would have them uploaded online. I, I I doubt it, but that would be cool to read through. But it's oh still God, like kind yeah. of like a mystery now, right? Because like when we said we were doing this podcast, I I looked up like was lockers a scam because I thought there'd be some groundbreaking information, and there's like really not. It's there's like not, yeah. most of the things are like well, it depends what you think a scam is or like what you define by scam. So it's yeah. still kind of funny that even to this day, almost. 10 years later, we don't, we don't know. It, yeah, lockers don't. is yeah. just a mystery. Yeah. And, and much like, you know, how we said, you know, we're really happy we we're able to kind of live through the whole Justin TV years. I'm happy that we got to witness lockers <laughs> because I feel like it was such a, I mean, of course, you know, sure, there might be a whole bunch of other websites doing something similar that we don't know about, but I would be willing to bet that none of them are as big as lockers was during that time. Oh, you, you just spot on. Spot on. There might be other websites kind of doing this, but not as big as Lockers was. No, yeah, not like at that all. Was We'd hear about it. And it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, what happened? Like, how did that even happen? Like, I don't... There might be some small group, you know, some small website or some company doing this, which is, you know, kind of like we said earlier, you know, if it's something like that, we probably wouldn't get on. But uh, what did yeah. you say? 19 million people? Is that what yeah, they had? Multi, yeah, multi-million <sighs> in, uh, That's a lot of in people. members. Yeah. It's crazy. And I would like to see what their activity looked like too, because again, part of it was logging in and being active every day. So I'm sure their, you know, their domain looked off the charts when you have so much traffic coming on that website. And that, you know, legitimized them in Google. So I'm sure they were very, you know, they cooperated very well with Google in uh, search engines. The SEO was probably off the charts. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's it's really crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, I mean. We probably won't ever see that again, and it only lasted, I think, from 2010 to 2016, and uh, or I'm sorry, 2014, and up until 2016, it just linked to, I guess, one of the uh, creators' uh, websites for like you know this knockoff like Chinese clothes website. So, and I'm pretty sure that website's not even around anymore. So, very interesting, crazy, huh. very crazy. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed our episode talking about the uh, mysterious Lockers website that we still don't have any answers to. We kind of want to have some more topics like this, just uh, kind of reminiscing about some of these websites that we ventured on or, you know, whether it be like, you know, older games or whatever. Um, I think these topics are pretty fun, honestly, um, just because, I mean, honestly, prior to us talking about Lockers after that Justin TV episode. I probably didn't think about lockers like since then, which is pretty <laughs> funny. So it was cool, kind of reminiscing about that. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it was a a simpler time, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, until next time, keep on keeping on. See ya.